We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Emmanuel, the defense was incredible in that fourth quarter. With everything that's going on with this playoff race, was tonight a must win in your mind? Tonight was definitely a must win. Um, you know, you never take any opportunity for granted. Anytime you get to step on the floor, God gives you a chance to go out and show your gift. You always got to go 110%. So uh, I'm proud of the way we played today, for sure. I'd say that when you're running the floor, a season-high assist for your team is a good thing. You had nine of those assists. How was it that the offense was so effective tonight? Uh, just moving the ball, sharing the ball, trusting each other. Uh, we have a lot of guys that can make plays any given night. Uh, can be somebody's night. So uh, we understand that, and, and everybody's willing to be unselfish. In the fourth quarter, you're standing here at the line. You've got 38 points. You know you're two free throws away from your first 40 piece. What is going on in your mind as you try to knock down both those shots? Those was the most nervous free throws I ever took. Uh, but God gets all the glory. He gets all the praise. Without him, none of this is possible. Um, just thinking back to all the work that I put in over the summer, getting up at six, and I have great teammates, great coaches, great trainers that push me every single day. Um, and I'm just really blessed and honored and humbled to be able to, you know, do this on the stage in, in Madison Square Garden. Scale of one to ten, how good does a 40-piece feel quick? A hundred. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Mike, back to you. Anthony Sixto, what's going on, Anthony? I heart and heart diving all over the floor up 30 is a Tibbs dream come true. It's any coach's dream come true. You know who wants to see their guys diving on the floor? How about Steven Silas coaching a team full of kids? If anybody should be diving on the floor, it should be those guys. So, like, you know, that's why I, I you're not, this is not the point you're making, Anthony, but like, this is why we're going to be like, people are like, oh, he's a Tibbs guy. guy plays hard. You know, guys play hard. That's every coach's guy. Um, sloppy but fun game before the real stress begins. Hashtag Keels undefeated. Hashtag even keeled. Um, yes. Wednesday night will be stressful. Wednesday night is a big game. I don't want to downplay it. I just called it a playoff game. The whole thing. Um, I want to be very clear about this. Wednesday night is not a must-win game. Um, like, again, they are currently two and a half games up on the Miami Heat. Going into Wednesday, they could even be three games up on the Miami Heat. And still be in a position where even if you lose that game. Um, and again, I'll just I'll play it out because it's just on my mind now. Like, let's say the Heat go out and lose to Toronto. OK. And then let's say the Heat defeat the Knicks. OK. Now you're back to two up on the Heat. OK. Let's say you go out and lose to Cleveland. 
and Miami wins another game. You're one up on the Heat. You still, you still at that point control your own destiny. Win the last four, two Pacers, one Washington, one Pelicans, you know? And, um, and again, and that's assuming Miami just like wins out. Uh, so, like, Wednesday, very important game. Not the end of the world if they lose. You want to see them win it. Thanks, Anthony. Sam Garcia's dad. What's going on, right? This was the get well game we needed. I agree. Thank God. Wax poetic about IQ for me. What I, what I, and you put a little glass of scotch there. I may need Andrew to come here and filibuster for a minute at the hour mark so I could fill myself up with a glass of something because I should be celebrating tonight, right? Um, Wax poetic about Emmanuel quickly. More than I've done already. What team would not want this player? And actually, this is going to turn into waxing poetic about what this front office has done. This team has put together a roster full of guys that I think you could say legitimately what team wouldn't want this guy. Manuel quickly. Quentin Grimes. Josh Hart. Jalen Brunson. Deuce McBride. I'm not saying Deuce McBride to get rotation minutes for every team. Um, but like, again, what team wouldn't want that dude? Isaiah Hardenstein. I gotta say. The way he's played the last few months, Isaiah Hardenstein has to go into that category. What team would not want Isaiah Hardenstein as their backup big? Even if it's only for 12, 14 minutes a night. Um, you know, you know, and then you could get into like Obi and, and Julius and RJ are kind of more, you know, it's more of a fit issue. So I don't know if it translates quite to those guys. But for everybody else that I mentioned, what team wouldn't want these guys? And I think quickly is at the top arguably at the top of that list in terms of that dude could play 25 minutes a night for any team in the league. Thank you, Sam Garcia's dad. Sam Garcia! A stress-free second half is always nice. It was not a stress-free first half. Wasn't even a stress-free third quarter. What are you talking about, Sam? I I disagree. I disagree, Sam. Um, That was a stress-free last eight minutes. For me, <laughs> for me personally, it was a stress free last eight minutes. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Nick Petroselli, what's going on, Nick? Moment of the game is quickly hugging Obi immediately after hitting the free throw. Shout out to the front office for achieving their goal of creating a family. Sixth manual. Yeah, I loved that. That was great. You love to see that. Those two are so special, which is why, like, you know, the notion that if you were taking bets on like which Nick is most likely to be traded this summer, you know, it's unfortunate. You you probably have to put Obi at the top of that list. Um, yeah, it's nights like this where it's like you don't want to break up this core and, and especially you don't want to break up that tandem. It's such a special tandem. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. And it's rare. Especially in professional sports, right? It's like that's a college. That's that, that that's like you, something you see in college. It's not something you see in the NBA. So really, really cool. And good job by the front office as well for that specifically. Uh, Dom, what's going on, Dom? Congrats, John, on making your prediction. 
my three and one prediction, I guess you're referring to. I honestly hated most of this game, <laughs> but the feel good finish can only help get the vibes back on track. Get it done on Wednesday, fellas, saving JB for when it counts. Yeah, I mean, I hope that's it. Um, I really do. Oh, Manuel quickly went to the post game press conference with sunglasses on and a leather jacket. Yes. Um, and he's and he's speaking up his teammates, of course, because he's a good good teammate. Uh, exhibition continues. Thank you for the generous contribution. Exhibition continues. Emmanuel pronounced him. Jalen pronounced him. Quickly pronounced him is him. I hope he gets that six man of the year trophy. I really do. It would be such a cool thing for him, and um, I hope he gets paid. Because what more can you want? I want to... Obviously, it's not going to be updated right now, but like, I'm going to actually go, go up and, and look up uh, a particular stat of his because I'm curious. He... Even when he's not shooting well, it's like... That's what made the first half against Orlando so unsettling is because like, whoa, Emmanuel quickly is playing poorly. He might be shooting poorly. He goes through stretches where he shoots poorly. But Emmanuel quickly never, ever plays poorly, which is what made the first half against Orlando so so weird. And to me, it's like, I know that's not maybe the, the I don't know what the, what the uh, actual definition of what qualifies someone to be him in this sense. I think it's more like the top end stuff. But to me, the baseline for Emmanuel quickly is what makes him him and then tonight we got the top end stuff with the shot making which is just you know what more can you want thanks exhibition continues appreciate the um the very generous contribution um robert cross this is for the legend of gmac i don't know if gmac wants to pop up here for this can you tell non-patreon members what playback is all about hashtag 53 wins good this will give me a chance to look up the thing i want to look up Perfect. Look up your thing. Go get your scotch. Um, for oh, those okay. who do not, for those who are not patrons and would like to know what it's like to join us for a playback watch party, um, there's a, a company called Playback that allows you to uh, watch games. Uh, in this case, Nick's games live um, with some of your favorite content creators, us in particular, and uh, our patrons. Um, for as little as seven dollars a month, you get access to all of our playback watch parties. We were on playback tonight. Um, you're then given the link. I think you need uh, an NBA league pass or a cable subscription in order to sign up. You need access to a Nick's uh, an NBA. Uh, subscription package and then you log in with your TV provider or your league pass provider and then you're able to watch games with us uh, throughout the season so uh, our next one is Wednesday for the Miami Heat game uh, the casual crew of me, Mensa, Sean and I'll get back to you later on whether uh, the legend of XJ will be there but um, yeah uh, it's created some really cool moments. Um, we got to watch Julius Randle's near buzzer beater on playback and near heart attack on playback. Um, and we got to watch tonight, which was a ton of fun, especially that second half when uh, the the game got out of hand. So um, that is playback. As far as your answer, John, to the most meaningful, most important regular season game since. So it depends how you view the we here season. 
because there's two games at the end of the year when they were fighting it out with the Hawks and the Heat for the four seed, okay. um, where the Knicks played a game against the Hornets that went into overtime. The Hornets well, were a playing that. team that year. Yep. Um, Julius Randle had 33 points and 13 assists in that game. Looking at the assist numbers for Randle through the, the game logs is kind of nuts when you go back and look at the Weeger season. Um, but they won in overtime. That then set up that night a game between the Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks. And if the Bucks won, that meant the Knicks could clinch the fourth seed with a win the next day against the Boston Celtics, who at that point had planned to play nobody in yes. the game. Um, so I remember that game. You could argue that the Hornet game was the most important game, uh, is the most recent, most important game. You could argue the Celtic game when they had to win that to clinch the fourth seed is the most important game. You could argue. You could argue that Miami Heat game against the uh, Bucks, in which we, from all our social strategies, uh, chose to live tweet and give live updates throughout the game. Um, oh, I remember that. Yeah. So it was like we were basically Bucks film school for the night. So, yeah. Um, that was that's a good that's a good throwback. I think this might be bigger. Yeah. Yeah. If you know what? Oh, it does. Yeah. But that's not a hot take at all. It's absolutely yeah. bigger. Yeah. Um, So Emmanuel, quickly, the numbers that I just wanted to look up. So you want to talk about growth. Um, This is a player who came into the league his rookie year, took less than 10% of his shots at the rim, 8%. Now, went to 13% last year. It's only 17% now, um, but that's partially because he still takes so many shots from the short mid-range. Now, normally 70% shots at the rim for a guard, very, very bad. Here's why it works for him. Um, because that short mid-range number is so high, his accuracy at the rim f- after a rookie year, 56%, last year, 62%, 68% at the rim, which is 76 percentile for combo guards. That's really good. He makes essentially um, you know, seven out of every 10 shots at the rim. So when he gets there, he's making it. And then here's the big number, 49% from the short mid-range. And again, since January 1st, that number is actually, I think, pretty cl- much closer to 60%. Um, but even 49% in the short mid range for is 79th percentile mm. among combo guards. He is at the point where the short mid ranger is a weapon and he hits enough of them to make it a weapon. And which is why between the rim frequency and the short mid range frequency um, together, it's more than enough. And then his over, and this is the number I actually was going to look up his overall points per shot attempt for again, among combo guards, according to cleaning the glass 62nd percentile, which is 114.8 per hundred um, 62nd percentile is pretty good. He's almost in the top two thirds, which when you factor in the defense, um, it's just, this is, these are the numbers of a really good player. Um, really good player that, 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 that by the way, has taken a usage hit this year. 25 usage as a rookie, 24 usage last year, 20 usage this season. He has willingly taken a step back, sacrificed in that sense, and has gotten better. Mm-hmm. So anything you could want from Emmanuel quickly, you got. Agreed. Um, thank you, by the way, GMAC, for filibustering for a minute. Will Oliver, what's going on? Uh, Will, vibe win. Now let's get the statement win on Wednesday. Oh, I like that. Vibe win, statement win. Very cool. Frank Miranda, what's going on, Frank? 
What's up, Mac? It's your boy Frank from Patreon. Quick is going to get paid this summer. He should be a starter. Can we come together as a KFS family and start a GoFundMe to send... Oh, my goodness. Not the night for this, Frank. To send RJ back to basketball camp to learn how to dribble. Hashtag let's go Knicks. I know there were a couple of moments in the third quarter, maybe early fourth, I forget, where he did some not great things. This was a really good game from RJ Barrett coming off a really bad game. And that bad game was coming off of four mostly good games, although whatever. Look, Not everybody's growth process is the same. Frank, I promise you, no one has been more frustrated by RJ Barrett than me. Um, you got to be fair, though. And again, in my soul, do I believe RJ is going to be as good a player as like many people watching this right now believe? No, I don't. At the same time, I, I cannot dismiss the evidence. And there is real tangible evidence that for as much as the bad seems really bad, there was a lot of good there with this player. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how patient they are. We'll see what opportunities there are this summer, you know, potentially upgrade the roster. We'll, a lot of we'll sees, but, uh, tonight was a really good night for RJ Barrett. I'll say that. Uh, Jesse M chat needs to pump the brakes on the Brunson slander. Oh my God. Come on. I, again, this was a single digit game almost going into the fourth. Uh, Jalen Brunson is, and again, they were playing the Rockets. If they weren't playing the Rockets, they would have been losing this game had it going into the fourth quarter. I, I promise you that. I want to be clear. There's no Brunson slander is like, that was probably phrased to make you think because you can't see the chat. No, so, I can't. Right. They're not slandering Brunson. It's very oh. pro quickly is what it is. And so as okay. a result, it's the spirit in which my tweet the other day was like, defense actually just got better because Jalen Brunson was out. I I, I think we're, we're good with both is what my analysis would be. How about both? How about... <laughs> How about both? That's the little Why not girl, both? Right? Yes, the little girl yeah, from the I forget. Go. Is that peanut butter and jelly? I have no idea I'm what I'm gonna that look up from. what the what that commercial line is from, but you do that. How about both? Emmanuel quickly and they're they're a plus eight together on the court this year. The both I was about to say, yes. And Emmanuel quickly is good for the soul. Okay. There you go. Good for everything. Thanks, Jesse. Uh, ben, what's going on, Ben? Uh, Star Manual. That is all. Hashtag 47 wins. Hashtag thanks, Cap 19. Yeah, obviously a touching tribute to Wills Reed tonight. Um, you know, obviously, good job by the Knicks doing that. Uh, and 47 wins. So we got 43 right now. So uh, we need four more wins. Man, I'd love to get to 48. I think 40, if I, again, I, I, can, can they really close? It would, so 47 would, or 48 rather, would mean closing on a six and one stretch. So you're winning, you can only drop one of the Heat or Cavs games and then you can't drop another game. It's going to be tough. 47 is probably where it's at, but 48 would be, man, 48 would be nice. Something about 48. I know it's not 50, but 48 is, I think, a nice number. Um, thanks, Ben. Appreciate you, man. 
I have a clarification. So the why not both is from a Spanish commercial for soft or hard tacos uh, for uh, old El Paso, where the kids are arguing over hard or soft tacos. And the little girl goes, porque no las, do- no las dos. And that's that's what you are. That's translated into why not both. Porque I'm assuming what's it's up? the. It's the Taco Bell thing where it's like the soft on the outside of the hard or the hard outside of the yeah, soft. Yeah, so or whatever. Oh. either the cheesy gordita crunch or the if you're old school the double decker. But this is literally just they're selling Wait. hard and soft taco kits. Is what they're doing. Why you got? I haven't eaten since five. Why you got to be talking about now? This now. Por qué no los dos, John? <laughs> For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenbloom.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about Game Time. Is there an upcoming event you're trying to get tickets to? Whether it be tickets to one of the final home games of the Knicks season, or maybe it's a concert or a comedy show. Whatever it is, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped up for the fun you're going to have. Currently browsing through the Game Time app, and I see all the events coming up in the area, whether it be the Knicks home game against the Miami Heat on Wednesday or home opener tickets for the Mets and Yankees, the Game Time app is so easy to navigate. You can search by category, like sports, music, or shows, or search by teams, like the Yankees, Islanders, or Knicks. I have to say that my favorite feature is the full 3D peripheral view you get whenever you select a seat. Just select a seat that's within your price range, move the phone from left to right, 
site and get a good idea of the view you'll have during the event. GameTime is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The GameTime guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference. GameTime is also the fastest growing ticketing app in the country, and for a good reason. As I mentioned, get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, just two taps and you're set. Tickets are then sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code FILMSCHOOL for $20 off your first purchase. Again, create an account and redeem code FILMSCHOOL for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, JJ Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, JJ breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals, and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how easy, fun, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. With fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 50 15 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with béarnaise sauce, or southwest pork and bean burritos. If you know anything about me, you know that I'm not the greatest when it comes to cooking. Thankfully, I found a life partner that loves her time in the kitchen and loves putting together these elaborate meals. Unfortunately, with her schedule working at a school all day and my schedule covering sports all night, we rarely have time to go to the grocery store together. Well, HelloFresh has made it possible for us to do all the grocery shopping for the week right from the comfort of our living room. In fact, just last night when I was editing the latest KFS pod, she was putting together two plates of Presto Pesto Panko Chicken with roasted potatoes and green beans. We were able to do dinner and a movie without even leaving the comfort of our own home. And this is just one of several delicious HelloFresh meal options with cook and prep time to 
taking less than an hour. When you've got busy, conflicting schedules like ours, you don't have to go out for dinner and a movie. Instead, it comes right to you. Don't hesitate. Head to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool60 and use code FilmSchool60 for 60% off plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool60 and use code FilmSchool60 for 60% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Robert Cross. Hello, sir. First time, long time, John. Uh, I look forward to kicking Cleveland's ass in the first round. I expect RJ to be pivotal. Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. Hashtag Eastern Conference Finals Dark Horse. Um, I don't know what you want me to to say um, other than I think RJ will be pivotal. I hope it's good pivotal. And I'll say be careful what you wish for. That's all. Be careful what you wish for. I'm gonna, I'm gonna at some point do a deep dive for a newsletter that I'm gonna run play in week when hopefully we're not playing. About like I want to do two. I wanted to go do two two deep dives or two like research things because I think the Cavs at this point there is a very real chance that the Cleveland Cavaliers will finish this year with the best net rating in the NBA. Like that is. Absolutely on the table. And how often do teams that finish with the best net rating in the NBA lose in the first round? Um, I don't know. You could tell me that it happens often. I wouldn't be surprised if one of the um, recent, like I know a few of the jazz teams that recently had the best net rating, net rating in the NBA and they, I'm trying to think if one of those teams lost in the first round. I know last year they lost in the first round. They did not have the best net rating in the NBA. Regardless, I'm getting off topic here. Um, but yeah, Celtics are plus 6.5. Cavs are plus 5.9. And then third place, Philadelphia 76ers plus 4.7. How about the best three teams in the league by net rating are all in the Eastern Conference and they are the three potential first round mashups for the Knicks. Like You want to talk about just not the best year to be in the middle of the Eastern Conference playoff picture. But yeah, no, this look, these Cavs are good, man. Cavs are good. I agree it's a good it's a it's favorable matchup as you're probably going to get out of those three teams, although and that leads me to the other thing that I want to research, which is Boston they were world beaters for a month, month and a half, whatever it was, and then they've fallen off. What's the historical precedent for teams that like shot out of the gate over the first 20, 30 games and just were like, look like, you know, the, the 96 bulls and then kind of tapered off to be something more like just like an average, decent, good team over the rest of the season. Like do those teams perform well in the playoffs? Do they not? I don't know. Someone to look into. Thanks, Robert. Would you like to know the last team to lose in the first round that led the league in net rating? Can I take a guess? Sure. Was it the Mavs team that lost the We Believe Warriors? No, but I can go back that far. It happened since then. Oh, that was 0607? Or yep, 0607. Uh, the Spurs had the best net rating. So it wasn't even then. But now you know it's within the last, I guess that's 16 years. Um, it is Knicks-related. It's Knicks related? Yes, current Knicks related. Who's the head coach of the New York Knicks? 
Oh, but that's cheating because he got injured. I'm just giving you the answer to the question. Derrick Rose got hurt and in they, 2012. They were 50 and 16, had the best record in the NBA, lost in the first round after Derrick Rose got hurt in game one. And they ran rough shot over the league 50 and 16, correct? Yep, 50 and 16, the record. Yeah. Yeah, one of the one of the best winning percentages of of the last 20 years at the very least. Do me a favor because that, again, that's a that deserves an asterisk. If you could go back and look and see if the one before that was actually no, you just said it wasn't the Mavs. So who the hell knows what the no, one before that's that? That's why I'm trying. That's why I was going through. The one thing I will say about the the Cavs being the, the leading the league in net rating. Um, first of all, they're second. Um, and, I know, and it's like all of these net ratings that we're looking at that like led the league, and so it was clear and this was like a 60 win team like you go through the Warriors with the the, the mid 2010s Warriors where it's like 9.9 and then 10 plus net ratings you have other like 8 and up in their net rating this is a low year very low year because the the scoring is so high so there's not really there's not really a big gap between one and well there's a gap between the Celtics and Cavs but then you go from like Philly to Milwaukee is Point six. I I would actually love to know again. (laughs) I'm 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 tasking you with a lot of research. I would love to. I would love to know when the last time the third best team in net rating um, finished with a net rating under five. Because right now it's Philly at plus four point seven, which again for the third best net rating team seems extraordinarily low. I know only because they talked about it. I think on either Wendy's pot or, or Zach a few weeks ago, the fact that the, in the West, there is one team above four and it's barely with Denver plus 4.2 and then, or excuse me, two teams, sorry, Grizzlies plus 4.5. But like even to not have a single team above plus five in the West in a whole conference, that's, I mean, that's very unprecedented. I am through the 2010s without a team plus that without a third place team being below five. There you go. All right, we'll keep it going, and then let me know when you find some. You got it. Uh, JM, what's going on, JM? First time commenting. Oh, thanks for coming. Uh, thanks for all the content. It's our pleasure. I promise you. Obi is really becoming an issue. Oh, come on. We're gonna do this today. Fast breaks, a mess. No defense. Deuce or Fournier deserves the time. Okay. Um, some of the lobs have been a little off. I do think, again, it bears repeating that we may have gotten a little spoiled with OB as far as Derek Rose throwing him a lot of those lobs. But it wasn't just Rose. Um, yeah, I mean, and also teams like game plan for him more now and the whole thing. But yeah, the lobs have been messy. It's a thing. I can't say I'm terribly worried about it even though transition is is obviously the biggest thing he brings to the table. As far as like no defense, um, here's the problem. First of all, all due respect to Evan Fournier, if you're talking about defense, like I don't know if Evan Fournier is the answer. And also whether it's Fournier or Deuce, Deuce obviously is a good defender. First of all, OB, his offensive production, I, again, I just wax poetic about Deuce. It's It's better than Deuce. So it's like, you got to be fair there, even though Deuce's defense obviously is very impactful. But there is just such a thing to having a certain amount of size. And if you just for argument's sake, if you took Obi out of the rotation, 
So then you're going to do RJ running with the second unit. And then you got RJ, you got Hart, um, and you got, if assuming they're fully healthy, quickly and Deuce. That's a really small lineup. You know, you got... And again, all due respect to Emmanuel Quickly's wingspan, like Deuce, you know, he's he's a smaller guy. Quickly is still the size that he is. Like Josh Hart's six four, six five. Um, and then RJ, you're trusting to play the four. And if like if RJ had like the tenacity and rebounding instincts of a Josh Hart at his high height and size, I think that could work. He doesn't have that. I would argue, if anything, RJ maybe plays as a rebounder. Um, a little bit, and as a you know, to say nothing of the fact that he, he doesn't always box out, although he had some nice box outs tonight. Like it's a little too small for me. I worry about how much they would get killed on the boards there, especially since, as we've documented, even with even as he's resurrected his season, um, often in spectacular fashion. Isaiah Hardenstein not good on the defensive board. So you just you're opening yourself up to a lot of stuff there. Um, is it nuts? No, I just think tonight's not the night. You know, it, and Obi. Yeah, it's been a rough year for Obi, but that's I, I really don't blame him. I, I blame him. Look, I'm always more like the blame the player and not the other stuff, but I blame him less than I think I've ever blamed any other player for kind of as the season has gone on, his impact has kind of been more muted because he really has done, I think, everything that has been asked of him, and he's done it really well for the most part. And it's just, you know, the situation isn't great. Um, and Andrew lets me know, no season this century in which a third best net rating team has had a net rating under five. So this is really, you want to talk about an unprecedented year in terms of parity. This is it. Uh, Robert Cross with another one. First time, long time, John. I couldn't watch the second half on playback because I was working out. How did RJ finish up? Hashtag 53 wins. I praise their boy. I think RJ finished very well. He had a nice game. Um, what did he finish? He finished 19 points on 12 shots. It's good. Five dimes. Passed really well all night long. Three rebounds. I don't. I always like to see a little more by way of rebounding for RJ, but it's okay. I'm nitpicking. Um, one more. First time, long time, John. Back to back. Attributes or oh, big thread Ben attributes Randall's defense defensive play to inertia. I suggest it has more to do with his character. What gives? Hashtag fifty three wins. That's a that that's a big word to throw around, Robert. Um, I feel personally uncomfortable questioning somebody's like going from. Why are you letting Jabari Smith blow Jr. blow by you from the corner? That's a massive leap for me to go into like his character. I think Julius is someone that, as he, I'm pretty sure, has admitted the mental part of the game. You know, what's the old, what's the Yogi Berra quote? The game is, um, you know, baseball is 90%. What does he say? 90% physical or 90% mental and half physical or. Half mental and ninety percent. I don't know. I I can't believe I just botched that. Baseball is ninety percent mental, mental and half physical, and the other half is physical. It's physical. Okay, great. So I did kind of get it right the first time. Um, with Randall, it's so true, 
And I do think what what's going on above the neck affects everything else, but that's not character. I think that's just like, I don't know. I, I again, I kind of said this a few weeks ago, or maybe it was a month, a few months ago. I don't know. I said it at some point. As I've this like last year, <laughs> you know, is like KFS has become like a just such a massive part of my life and trying to balance like this family and I have another job, obviously, and the whole thing. It's like when there's a lot on your shoulders, it, it could really throw you off in ways that you are unexpected. And this is just me, some sh- schmo sitting and talking about fucking Nick's in my living room. I, I, I can only imagine what it's like to be a professional athlete and how much, again, there's so much overlap between those things. And I think we take it for granted how, you know, the LeBrons of the world and the, you know, Kobe once upon a time and like, the, you know, the, that upper, upper echelon of guys makes it seem as if it's just like they're robots, right? The the vast majority of professional athletes, I think, and even really, really high level athletes, I, I really do think that it, it, it it's, you know, like look at a guy like Paul George, like Paul George, top 10 NBA talent, Finished third in MVP one year, all NBA, lots of accolades there. Like that's a dude that is like, you know, obviously playoff foibles and things, and like how many you know people accusing him of like disappearing at the wrong time, and he's too passive and this and that. Even LeBron, I mentioned LeBron as a robot. Go back and look at him in the 2011 Finals, and you could go through all of these athletes and 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 pinpoint moments and the thing. You know, with with Julius is and it's why it's so glaring is because he is the guy here and he's been the guy here for four years. And so we've seen it front and center. And I I do believe it is. It's it's more whatever I'm talking about, which I'm not I'm not vocalizing very well, but like whatever I'm kind of trying to vocalize here, it is more extreme with him than most guys. Um, Just means he's human, you know, and I don't I don't think that's a character concern. For me, I think it's just, you know, he, things get to him maybe. And he's not as good at other people at like sorting some of that stuff out. That's all. But what the hell do I know? Uh, Kevin Danishevsky, what's going on, Kev? I was there. Oh, good for you. Lots of fun. Friends and I are trying to name the other teams that, other than the Knicks to have four 40 point scorers in a season. Who are they? Hashtag Emmanuel. RJ, Jalen, Julius, quickly. That's a great one. Man. Um, I wouldn't even be able to wager a guess as to who that might be. Want to hear something funny? What? The Knicks had five of them last year. Kemba. Mm-hmm. Julius. Mm-hmm. Obi. RJ. R- RJ. And- Sorry. Legendary game. Fournier didn't have it. Didn't Fournier, the night that RJ hit the buzzer beater, had like 10 threes and went off. He had 40 that night? He had 40 that night. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Didn't realize he had 40. Okay. That's pretty yeah. cool. Good, good trivia there, Kevin. Very nice trivia. I like that. Appreciate that. Um, okay. Robert Cross. It's your boy, John. Is it fair and reasonable to say that Deuce and Pride is too big of a difference maker to not be in the rotation? If so, does it happen this year? Hashtag 53 wins. I will regurgitate 
regurgitate what I just said a minute ago. I think that leaves them a little small. Is it fair and reasonable to say that like Deuce McBride in a vacuum is more of a positive impact player right now than Obi Toppin? Absolutely. I think that's fair and reasonable to say. Does it mean that that makes the most sense for the Knicks right now? I'm not as sure about that. Um, and I also, I, I think there is a real value to the nine-man rotation. I think they're in a groove. I think it's working by and large, you know, but we'll see how it goes from here on in. And if uh, this team at any point in time, whether it's in like a must win game down the stretch of the season or more likely, I think in a playoff game, if they look tired, there's going to be questions asked uh, and they will be fair questions to ask. So, yeah. Um, okay. Let's uh, keep it going. Isaac Dueck, Harlow and Wally combo. Your thoughts. Hashtag McNutt. I don't know what I'm supposed to say to this other than I think Wally and Harlow and Rebecca Harlow are a lovely couple and I wish them the best of luck uh, in their new family. But I love Monica McNutt. Jessica, what's going on, Jessica? How are you? Such a breakthrough game from IQ. It's nice to get off the schneid for him, right? He's been slumping lately. He got off the schneid, which is why that points per shot attempt number that I read before, which is before this game, by the way, that's after he's been slumping for a few weeks. So I have to think his points per shot attempt were probably after that Boston game, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they were up in the over the 70th percentile. Um, Josh Hart really brings the energy every time he's on the floor. Rough start to the game, but they pulled it together. Yep. Yeah. And look, again, the opponent helped a lot. That's I I cannot get over just the complete disinterest that team, the Houston Rockets, had in playing any semblance of winning basketball um, at a certain point in that game, which is like, you, you, you know, you talk about trying to build good habits. And it's a shame because like other organizations seem to be able to do, seem to be doing this like the thunder. Great habits being been building the last couple of years, the magic clearly building good habits. Um, I'm trying to give another example. Uh, the, uh, Nah, those are probably the the two. Um, Houston, not so much. Detroit, eh, they've been spunky. Uh, Spurs, I don't know. I think that's just more of the rusting good guys. But yeah. Uh, thanks, Jessica. Dom Cappuccini with another one. Thank you, Dom. Appreciate you as always. Hey, John, at halftime, I was more concerned how they'll fare on Wednesday than if they'll hold on versus Houston. Thanks to the bench. Later, do you expect or hope a carryover of tonight's energy into a must-win Wednesday night? Again, I do not think it is a must-win. I think it would be great if they won. Would be a capper on an amazing season in a lot of ways to to beat the Heat, a team that historically has given you a lot of problems, even though they're two and one against them this year. Um, do I expect a carryover? I do think getting tonight. And having tonight turned into the night that it turned into in terms of how they won this game, I do think that that was important. I think it was very important for Emmanuel quickly to have the night that he had. Important to get a blowout win without Jalen Brunson. Um, important for RJ Barrett to not be going into that Miami game coming off a dud 
like he did in Orlando. A little worried about Julius. A little worried about Julius at the moment. Dom with another one. Salute to 19. Good win. I can't wait for Jalen Brunson looking for revenge. Good night, all. Yeah. Um, that's going to be... I can't wait for that game. And it's just like... The other part of it is what version of the Heat are we getting? Because that Heat team that beat us the last time out... And honestly, the Heat team that... I think played us, for the most part, the previous game, the one with the Randall buzzer beater... That team is a team that's one of the six or seven, five, six, seven best teams in the league. And then I went out and watched the Heat go take big stinky duty on the floor against the Brooklyn Nets this weekend. And like, how is that the same team? And that's what this team is, is, is Heat team is capable of. I, I mean, I have a feeling we're going to get their best, though. That's for sure. I have a feeling we're going to get their best. <laughs> 